Welcome back to another episode of Legally Unfiltered Folks. I'm attorney Richard Sprinkle. I'm here with attorney Franz Borghardt. We're bringing you stories in the news, stories that may affect your life. God, we hope these stories don't affect your life, folks, because these are some of the crazy stuff you just you just can't make it up. Every once in a while, we'd like to do an episode where it's it's stuff that's so fantastic, so outlandish, so outrageous that we can't make it up. And we really hope it doesn't affect our listeners' lives. <laughs> please, exactly. Please, I hope these don't affect your listen, you guys' lives. Folks, this week, we're going to talk about a couple of rather interesting stories. Um, both involve shootings. Both involve... Um, Oh, hell, let's just jump into them. Folks, our first story comes to us. We've got a young man who uh, had a pistol in his pocket discharge. Um, the pistol discharged into his leg. Uh, anybody who understands firearms at, at all knows um, there's a fear of getting shot anywhere near the femoral artery. Well, by the way, isn't this like the worst case scenario when you're dealing with firearms is shooting yourself? Well, it, yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, um, okay, let's let's back up for one split second and talk about some gun safety. You don't just slap a pistol in your pocket without some sort of holster because if the trigger's not covered, folks, and you've got a live loaded weapon, particularly a semi-automatic handgun that's uh, double action and doesn't require a hammer to be cocked or anything like that, you are engaging in dangerous gunplay. What's Very that, dangerous What's that gunplay. thing we put firearms in to protect both ourselves and to carry the firearm? Well, you put a, a firearm in a holster. Yeah, so that's that, it. So that the trigger's covered and the weapon becomes somewhat safer. Um, that's it. Franz, folks, if you've listened to the show, you know Franz and I are both uh, firearms owners. We enthusiasts. Both, we both we're enthusiasts. We both had classes and training, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and uh, we both know better than to just slap a, a, a loaded gun in our front pocket because that leads to situations like our young man here. Now, here's the problem: not only did he shoot himself in the leg, but guess what, Franz? What? He's not supposed to have a firearm. Wait a minute. Was he a convicted felon, Richard? Thirteen times over. So, little known fact, or maybe not a little known <laughs> it's fact. It's probably a widely known fact. Widely known fact. <laughs> if you are a convicted felon, under federal law, you are not supposed to possess a firearm. And under most state laws, you're not supposed to possess or own a firearm. And let's talk about what possess means, just for a quick brief. So, possession can be actual or constructive. That's actual right. is, I have a firearm in my pants. Constructive is... Doesn't mean you're just happy to see him? Right. Constructive is, I have a firearm that's in my house, in the living room, in a cabinet, but I'm not actually holding it. Or constructive means there's one in the car I'm riding in. Right. Right. It's under my dominion and control to a certain degree, and so, yeah. Yeah. He's not supposed to do either. No. So, and he knows this. Okay. So, he has a plan. He devises a plan. He says, okay, girlfriend, uh, do me a favor. Um, we obviously need to go get this bullet hole and the gaping, you know, amount of blood that's gushing out of my thigh looked at. But hang on first. We're going to go by my buddy's place and I'm going to give him the firearm because I don't need to be rolling. Got to get rid of that. Got to get rid of that. But, uh, you know, I got to make sure I can get it back. So we're going right. to give it to my buddy. Um, Which is go- a crime in and of itself, right? Let's don't let's don't overcomplicate <laughs> this. Let's, let's, let's just not. So, uh so let's go drop off the gun. Um, you know, while we're at it, I'm going to go ahead and change pants because these are kind of bloody now. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, clearly, if you're going to go get treated for this gunshot wound to the thigh, there's going to be blood on your thigh. But for some reason, he wanted to change pants. So that's fine. So they go to the doctor and um, 
The good folks at the ER do what is typically done when someone shows up with a gunshot wound. They call the police. Believe it or not, you cannot just walk into an ER and say, and I got shot without somebody somewhere wanting to know why. It's like <laughs> it raises the red flag of concern and awareness. A little bit, a little bit, you know, and these are uh, mandatory reporters, so they have to call the police. Um, so the police are alerted and they come down and they discuss with the young man what happened. But um, alas, Franz, the troubles. It gets deeper. worse. It gets deeper. So naturally. Did you just say deeper? The troubles. Uh, yes, the, the troubles. He has deeper troubles. And they, and they surfaced. His deeper troubles yes, surfaced. Yes, they did. When he dropped trow to be, you know, examined for this gunshot wound on his inner thigh. Um, and a balloon containing marijuana just kind of popped out of a certain spot. And... Um, we will just go ahead and use its medical term. Anus. There we go. And uh, and lo and behold, uh, the doctors were a little surprised. And I imagine the investigating officers were too. So now we have this young man who... What was the bag filled with? Do you remember? That would be marijuana. Okay, just marijuana. Just marijuana. Just so, marijuana. okay. It's I mean, okay, that's a misdemeanor. You know. I mean... You know, and it's a little bit, it's not that, you know, it's a bit, well, it's a misdemeanor here. I'm, I, I can't remember where this event happened. Um, but uh, so, so folks, these are problematic issues for the young man whose ID has obviously been run now. And um, it's clear that he is a, uh, a convicted felon to the investigating officers. And when they start backtracking a little bit, it what, didn't take uh, them any time at all to back put. Backtracking. Ooh. Yeah, his backtrack was the problem. I feel like <laughs> I feel like this episode is like an invitation to basically be Beavis and Butthead. But you know, that's neither here nor there. You know, we're on the radio too now, so that's right. We're churching it up a tad. We're if, still under FCC guidelines. We I are, mean, we are. But if this were just internet only, uh, I would be a little more unfiltered about my discussion. Uncensored. That's right. So, so we we let, let me back up to where this story left off. We. The, uh, it didn't take the investigators very long to find the gun and find the bloodstained pants and put two and two together and realize this young man who's not supposed to even have a gun shot himself. So shooting oneself, I don't believe, is actually a crime. Possessing the gun was having the baggy or the balloon uh, um, keistered, as it's known in, in some circles. Having that uh, on him or in him, that was problematic. And uh, so... This young man ends up going to uh, to jail, and in jail, one of the first things they do is check you for contraband. Franz, guess what happened during the contraband check? I'm going to go on a wild goose ch goose chase here and say there was more contraband hidden on his person. Hidden in his person. Uh, yep, how yep. did they not discover that the first time around? Well, the first time the baggie just or the balloon just fell out. Okay, this one was noticed during the search uh, I, i'm not gonna go there and what folks. was the baggie of oh it was another balloon full of marijuana i thought it was math math marijuana i don't know but see now now there's this extra crime see that penal, first, penal institution that's right in, in introducing contraband into a penal institution so that first little balloon of marijuana 
kind of gross, but still just a misdemeanor. And maybe you should just keep it in your pocket or something at that point. But the second balloon, be it marijuana, be it meth, doesn't matter. It's contraband being brought into a penal institution. And folks, our hero has a lot of trouble. Um, his his issues, uh, his, his problems, they snowballed. And considering where he was shot, that'd be a good place to put some snow right about now. And Franz, talking about getting shot. Uh, wait, hold on, hold on. So what happens with this guy, right? He gets he gets arrested for possession Pos- of narcotics. Well, felon in possession, possession of a firearm. firearm. Penal institution. Like, do you get a little bit of sympathy from anybody because you were so stupid that you shot yourself in your own leg and then you crammed two drugs up to your up your anus? I I fail to see anything there that would. There's no raise mitigation cause there. Okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure that you and do I. Do you really want me to do a mitigation memo on that no, guy? No, I just. I, I mean, the memo would read, Judge, please have mercy on this idiot. So I, who I, I guess <laughs> Darwin Award winners. For those who don't know what the Darwin Award is, but look Dar- it up. Darwin Award winners, I feel like, you know, I don't know. You know, in a way you feel so bad for them because some folks out there might not have both oars firmly below the surface of the water and might be rowing in circles. I, I don't I don't know. But, um, but I'm telling you, the stories like this, folks, I really hope none of this affects your lives. I really, really do. Well, you know, the answer is simple. First, well, the things that we can learn from this from this segment. First this off, all of this young man's problems, all of them could have been prevented by simply applying good gun safety techniques. That's not, all. Not that he should have possessed a firearm anyway. But? But if you're going to own a firearm or possess one, it is best to have it in a holster. That's right. That is good sound safety from Richard Sprinkle and Franz Borkart you. know, to you. one day, Franz, I'm going to write a book because there's been numerous clients of ours who could have solved a lot of their problems just by using a turn signal, putting yes. a weapon in a holster, checking to see that all the light bulbs on your car are functioning. Numerous times, numerous times, the simple little things are what get people in trouble. Oh. Speaking of simple little things. Okay. This one comes right from our very own home city of Baton Rouge, guys. So there was a local story recently in Baton Rouge that a woman demanded oral sex of her male gentleman friend at gunpoint. And when he refused, she shot at the man. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, I have to look it up. If I'm not mistaken, he had to, like, jump out of a window or something. He made a tactical exit out of the second floor window. (sighs) This one, you know, this one, I've I've teetered back and forth on this one because as funny as this is at first glance, and we all chuckle at this because this just sounds ridiculous, this is a sex crime, right? This is a sex crime. This is this is an attempted uh, sexual battery. Right. This is uh, this is an aggravated assault. I think she was. I think she was was actually arrested for attempted murder as well. Which well, because she actually fired. So, yeah, I mean, it yeah. carries that carries up to fifty years. But mm-hmm. but I, I point out the fact that this is a. Um, I point out the fact that this is a a sex offense because it didn't get that kind of same viral reaction that it would have gotten had it been a male on female crime, right? Oh, it started to get it. Okay, it tell me more. Started to get a, a viral reaction and. Y'all, this is sad. This is sad because 
the the news station here in Baton Rouge, WBRZ, posted this, and uh, they in the f- in the photo, you know, for the for the posting has the mugshot of the individual, and right away, people commented as they do, and folks said, "Well, wait, why are we posting the man's mugshot?" And not the woman's mugshot. I thought the woman was the one that committed the crimes here. And WBRZ had to kind of step in and say, yeah, sorry, that actually is her mugshot. Wait, what? So the face in the photo could have easily passed for a male. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. You're just going to have to look it up. I I am. As Richard is telling you what happened, I posted this on the Borkhart Law Firm Facebook page. And there is no way. There is no. Ooh, wow. So this this face is the woman's mugshot. Yes. Wow. Okay. And with a face that might have to use a gun. The to get well. Love. Uh, here's the problem. Not okay to use a gun to get love. By here's the, way. the problem. Everybody that sees that picture ask the same question why are we posting the man's face and not the woman's face and then when we all learn that that is the woman we all have to look ourselves in the mirror and say yep i'm a little bit sexist oh darn (laughs) that was that was troublesome well it's it's a sexist like i said like i said a lot of people ask me why isn't she being charged why isn't she being charged at with with a serious sex offense case because because they've got her on attempted murder right and that's been my general response has been well she's charged with attempted murder which carries up to 50 years in jail Mm -hmm. so but that doesn't require a registry no and so the question i have is has she been doing this before is this a systematic or a pattern behavior could you Um, imagine any guy out there you know or any guy out there you don't know for that matter who would admit this ever happened to him? When he grabbed, when he grabbed, well, excuse me, when she grabbed his wrist, she apparently fired around into the wall. He then ran out into the second floor balcony and jumped to the ground as another shot was fired in his direction. Wow. Pro tip, folks, do not engage in sexual activity with anyone who has a firearm but I'm not in their seeing, hand. I'm not seeing attempted second-degree murder, illegal discharge of a firearm, theft of a firearm, resisting an officer, and tampering with evidence. But I'm not seeing a sex offense. No. Is there a double standard there? Well, yeah, there's a double standard. There's definitely a double you standard. You better believe, you <clears throat> better believe, if a guy drew a firearm on a woman and said, I want you to give me oral sex, and she said no... That would be a sex offense. Oh, you betcha. Aggravated sexual assault. Aggravated uh, sexual assault. So, but let me ask you, and this is, this is, you know, me asking the guy who's been doing criminal law a lot longer than me, is this just some sort of tactical choice by the district attorney's office to say, well, the sex crime isn't responsive to an attempted murder, so we don't get down to the sex crime from the attempted murder, and that's got the bigger... Let's, that, well, that's the bigger prize well, the, the if you're big, the DA. The bigger anyway. picture is the DA's office is not is not bound by what the police arrested her for. True. So if the if the DA's office wants to add a sex offense charge, which they very well could in this case, yeah. uh, and, and again, I feel like there's facts we're not necessarily getting. Um, 
And, and, and again, I will concede, Richard, that attempted murder is a very serious offense, but it doesn't... Why do we require sex registry? Think about that for a second. Why do we require sex offenders to register? What's the, what's the, what's the public policy? What's the, 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 the government interest in requiring them? Well, the logic in it is sexual, um, sexual offenders uh, typically have a higher recidivism rate than others. And this is definitely a crime against the individual and a crime against the community. And so you want people to know if we're, there's... We're tagging them so that we know where they are. Yeah. So that want, we can track them. You want to know. Yeah. You want to know. If you've ever gotten that postcard that says, by the way, there's a registered sex offender living on your block, um, you know you read that postcard and, and have a bit of a pause there, like, wow, what uh, what does this mean for the rest of my life? Are we going to move? What are we going to do? I've gotten those cards before. I don't know if our listeners have, but it's, it's kind of... Uh, a scary thing when you see that in your mailbox. I just, uh, it's comical. It's comical from the standpoint. It's just, it's a fantastic story. Woman demanded oral sex at gunpoint and shot at man, but it's really scary and unfortunate. It's very scary and very unfortunate. And, um, I, I gotta tell you the, um, there's 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 a lot of comical aspect to this like you said uh how 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 bad are things that she's got to demand this well how bad are things that that i hate to say this because i'm going to get drilled for saying it how bad are things that he didn't want it you know yeah i mean hey some guys aren't into that i don't right right but i mean for everybody but it's still nonetheless it's still uh, so yeah so she got arrested he survived by jumping off the second floor of a balcony. Yeah. I mean, when stuff gets real, you got to sometimes jump off a second floor balcony. Um, maybe, maybe they could engage in the mutual combat law. And so, as we talked about on a few episodes ago. Now, here's an interesting point. Had sure. she shot him and killed him, well, that would have been murder, murder. Well, not, not just murder. murder, but possibly felony murder or first degree murder. Depending on the nature of the sex offense, Ooh, yeah. So, would you for, say felony murder? Well, it's definitely felony murder, yeah, right? Yeah. But, 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 depending but yeah, on, it, it, yeah, it'd be first degree because it was aggravated sexual assault. Yeah, I think there's more to this story. I, I, not that, not that she gets a pass because she's a woman, <laughs> but I think there may be more to the story. Um, you know, the funny thing about the first story that we talked about, folks, was snowballs. S- that's how the media portrayed this was like this guy's situation snowballs. And I saw it at first, Richard, I swear I saw it at first glance and I was like, what? <laughs> you can't, you can't make this up. You can't make this up folks. You so he's, he's going to survive, right? He, I, I'm guessing. I mean, he got, he got a pretty good shot. I don't know how much blood the guy lost, but um, you know, if you get shot in the thigh, it's, there's a, there's some pretty big arteries down there. Hopefully he didn't nick the big one. Thank goodness he will live to do stupid stuff another day. Yep. So he's probably going to go to jail. I mean, he's, he's in jail. Yeah, I mean, he's, yeah. He's, he's very likely going to stay, too. Well, that, that's... That felon in possession of a firearm. Man, can't you see the feds picking this up? We see felon in possession of firearm cases by the federal government. No, this isn't, this isn't enough fun for the feds. Not this one. It, it, it's not enough fun? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't know. I just... It's it I I don't know. This looks like a slam dunk at state level or federal level, so I don't know. So she is looking at 
up to 50 years, right? Depending on what her criminal record is. Sure. Um, the gun was stolen. Um, she wasn't charged with felon in possession of a firearm, so it leads me to believe she didn't have prior felonies. I, I they tend I to throw that one to in. Say, I almost hate to say this because I do criminal defense work, but these don't sound like you know gateway offenses. These don't sound like that first shoplifting conviction. This sounds like there may be a past there. Maybe. Well, yeah, and we don't know their history, right? We don't know. We if don't this know was, her history, but but I'd like to know if these were this far off the rails. I'd like the to first know time. if these two ships were passing each other for the first and only time, or if there were some docking situations, so to speak. I'd like to know because I mean, has he ever pulled into that port before? Oh, we're gonna get bashed because we're being terribly insensitive to the fact that he tried to sexually assault. She tried to she, sexually, she tried to sexually assault she. him. So hey, and you know what? Let's be honest. We don't know what happened in that room before she got a hold of the gun. Maybe he was who knows? I don't so the, know. The takeaways from this week's episode: number one, <laughs> firearm in holster. That's right. Drugs not in anus. That please and not in no anus. firearms up there either. It, okay. Uh, <laughs> And not in penal institution. Uh, he's just in penal. Man. Penal just keeps getting said over and over. <laughs> Takeaway from the second story is it is absolutely positively not okay to draw a firearm when someone doesn't want to give you oral sex and to discharge your firearm in a method or means to try to convince them, demand them, force them to give you oral sex, and then to shoot at them when they try to flee off your second floor. I said it earlier in this episode. A good bit of advice is just don't have sex with somebody who's got a firearm in their hand. Please? Uh, I just don't see... Yeah. I mean, it's just... Is that not, a first... I mean, that some people are weird. I mean, we're not... We, Richard Sprinkle and I, are not here to judge anyone. We don't judge... We want you to be you. But in the same breath, there is something to be said about during coitus uninterruptus. A firearm might be your sign. Yeah. That's about it for this episode of Legally Unfiltered. This is attorney Franz Borkart and attorney Richard Sprinkle talking about the dregs of society and and funny and sad stories around the country. Um, Check us out on social media. Check us out on um, www.legallyunfiltered.com. If you want to drop us an email, legallyunfiltered at gmail.com and... What else? What else? Leave us well, a review. Well, we've got podcasts all over the place, which yeah. you're probably listening to right now. But you can hear those podcasts on Apple iTunes, Apple's podcast app, Google uh, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Yes. You can also listen to us on 107.3 in Baton Rouge or on their app. So have a great, great day. Holster your firearm and behave. Lock them up. Yes. Bye-bye. The views and opinions expressed in Legally Unfiltered do not constitute legal advice. If you would like legal advice on the topics that we've discussed, send us money. That's right. Go ahead and retain us. Do not, kids, try this at home.